I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon solar eclipse in Sagittarius, which will be conjuncting the galactic center now at 27 degrees. The eclipse is at 23 degrees Sagittarius. Mercury at 20 degrees is involved as well as the south node at 19. I want to say that this eclipse is going to have an impact on you for the rest of your life. And I realize that that sounds hyperbolic. <laughs> lots, of, lots of transits have an impact that lasts for the rest of your life. So I won't say that. But I will say that this is a moment in, in time that no one has ever experienced before and no one will ever again. Not in this lifetime. That's because the last time, uh, simultaneously while this is happening, Pluto obviously is in Capricorn with Jupiter and Saturn, and Jupiter and Saturn within the same week of this eclipse are going to work their way into Aquarius. The last time just Pluto was in Capricorn by itself, as you well may know, was um, the U.S.'s Boston Tea Party Declaration of Independence, that kind of stuff. The last time Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn, all three, we're in Capricorn, was the year 1284. Jupiter and Saturn moving into what's called a grand conjunction on December 21st, a week after the eclipse. That will begin a roughly 200-year cycle of those two conjuncting each other every 20 years in air signs. So all, all of that together is happening with this eclipse. So even if nanobots were to take off and our lifespan were to jump up to 150 all of a sudden, you still wouldn't be in the spot, not like this. And what I think is going to probably unfold with this eclipse is that there will be, um, in the lead up to it, there will be a moment of feeling exhausted and that quite possibly we should maybe think about giving up. That's because Sun and Moon and Mercury will cross the south node before they start to meet up for the eclipse. That eclipse, Sun and Moon at 23 degrees, 23 degrees was where the galactic center was at during the Boston Tea Party Declaration of Independence. Right there at that same spot. So U.S. is having a Pluto return with an eclipse on the degree where the galactic center was last time Pluto was here, and we're moving into an age of awareness. And I think that it's probably gonna play out as a declaration of independence, like literally for us as individuals. The reason I say that is because the eclipse is gonna ask you to restore your beliefs about hope, hope and possibility, unlimited possibility. And in order to restore that, you're going to have to drop all of the stories that you tell yourself about disappointment and heartbreak and the ways that you believed in possibility before, but it didn't work out. And it's asking you to go ahead and believe again. Believe again without knowing how situations are going to land, not knowing all of the information about exactly where we're going into the future, not knowing how it's going to play out, but to leap. To leap into trusting that the greater force of life is in our favor, 
that possibilities will be shown to us when we need them. Can you do that without knowing absolutely everything ahead of time? And then the next day on the 15th, Jupiter and Saturn will both be at 29 degrees Capricorn. The 29th degree is called an anoretic degree. It is the highest degree in a sign and it is the testing degree. It's, those are two really big planets that will test you on whether or not you can stay free. You can stay open to hope and possibility in an unfolding unknown, or if you will try to run back into control systems of old patterns that control you and, and your sense of um, uh, dominance over circumstances, if you were going to run back into your unlocked cage because it's predictable, it has a perceived sense of safety, and you would rather some greater other have control over what's going to happen to you and your life than you to bet on yourself and go a new way. So what's it going to be? I think that there will be a lot of people who are afraid of change, afraid of evolving, afraid of going into a new way of being in the world because we just don't know how it's going to work out yet, afraid of integration into um, a greater sense of oneness in humanity, and they're going to double down on their beliefs. They're going to try real hard to keep the old ways in place. And that's definitely a choice to be made but it won't work. The old ways, the old systems, the old traditions and rules and expectations and institutions, the old suppression, it's, it's over. It's over. There will be more dismantling because Pluto is not out of Capricorn until 2024. But Jupiter and Saturn are going to move on. I'm going to do a separate podcast later this week about Jupiter and Saturn and Aquarius, and I'm doing that on purpose because I think it's really important that we have this eclipse first and then start making our way into Aquarius but you should keep in mind Aquarius is where we're headed Aquarius is visionary and future forward it's humanity it's technology it's it's going to have us evolve into a new way of being Aquarius's ruler Uranus is in Taurus Uranus goes direct January 14th and a new way of being is going to make our reality start to look different and it's going to happen really fast, really fast. Aquarius is electricity and it's known for being detached because it analyzes how things should go far into the future. And I think there's a choice here in this eclipse. Can you believe in yourself? And believe in hope and possibility and believe in the greater force of life because we're at the galactic center. And can you say, I, I am fully trusting in the unfolding unknown. Let's do this without having to be like, I don't know, tell me everything that's going to happen in the next 20 years and then I'll decide. <laughs> you don't get to know. None of us do. None of us get to know exactly what's going to happen in the next 20 years in that Aquarius stuff. I mean, it's over 20 years, more like 24, 25 years. None of us get to know all that because if, they t if, if something were to drop out of the sky and tell us, we wouldn't understand it. We've got to walk through it. The example that I use about 
how big the changes in Aquarius are going to be, I, I keep saying it's going to be bigger. It's going to be a bigger change than the internet. It's going to affect everything. It's going to affect the way that we live our lives. It's going to be the, affect the way that we travel, the way we move about the world, the way we take care of the world, the way we take care of each other, how we use our minds, how we solve problems. It's going to affect everything. And to, to give you an idea of what that might be like, it's if you're old enough to remember before the internet, before cell phones, if someone were to drop out of the sky back then and to tell you that you were going to be in a web that covered the world, talking to other people all over the world simultaneously, it probably would have scared the shit out of you. Being in a web that covers the world, oh my God, it would have scared me for sure. It's going to be bigger than that. It's going to be ways that we, we wouldn't understand if we saw it all in an instant. I'll talk more about what I think is probably going to happen in that in the podcast that I'll put up later in the week. But for right now, it's can you restore your sense of hope and trust and possibility in real time and know that you're adaptable? Know that you are totally down for discovery. You're totally down for evolving. Let's see what happens. Let's move through it together. Let's solve problems. It's going to be really important that we, that we show up and really believe in a change in times. Let the change in times happen. Let it happen. We're going to be, it's going to be fine. It's going to look like chaos at first. It will. Because there's going to be people who are in resistance who are going to lay down hard and say no. And, you know, in a lot of cases, we're just going to have to swerve right around that. Go right around it. I, I, I think that we're going to have to change the way that we understand how problems get solved. That as individuals, collectively, we are responsible for humanity and the stewardship of the planet. Some greater other isn't going to come do it for us. And frankly, do we want some greater other to come do it for us? Because sometimes we get led down paths we didn't vote for. And we look up and go, what the hell are we doing? Why are we here? We are responsible for humanity. And if we're going to do that, we have to be willing to adapt and to trust ourselves and each other and the greater force of life. So if you have doubt, mm, ache about disappointment from the past, if you're still telling yourself stories that aren't true about what has happened before, about what's happening now, about what's going to happen next, getting caught up in stories, lay them down. Lay them down. Life is, life is not a story. You have never been alive in the past. You will never be alive in the future. You are always alive right now. Life is an experience that happens in real time. And we can trust that and we can build a better way of being here. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.